are you doing, dude? Good. How's it going? Absolutely fantastic. Man, to have this kind of music in your hands right now, sharing it with the world, what is that like? Because, I mean, you guys have got a sound here that I, I keep listening to it over and over again. I really I really appreciate that. Uh, you, you know, we were really excited um, to, to finally get it out there. Uh, we've been done with it a couple of months, but, you know, mixing and, and all that takes some time. So we're happy with the reception that we've gotten so far from it. Um, you know, as far as what it means, it, it, it takes a lot of work on our side. Um, really the, the lead singer, Chris Feldman, he's, um, he's also the rhythm guitarist and he's really the, the driving force behind, um, the lyrics and, and the songwriting, um, that goes into the album. So I really do give him a lot of credit. He, he provides us a strong foundation, uh, to, to get these songs together and, uh, kind of build on with our parts, our strengths. Uh, myself playing the drums, our lead guitarist and uh, our bassist um, can kind of build on his vision and, and create a, a, a total picture and a, a song that, you know, we think people will enjoy. When you talk about building that vision, I mean, it's like because, I mean, people are going to look at the album cover and they're going to they're going to try to you know get their own interpretation of, of the name of the album. Is it Vlock the Defiler? It's so it's Valak, Valak the Defiler. Ah, that was a simple way. I should have taken a simple way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, we're 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 not too strict with how to pronounce it. Um, and you know, even behind the the cover, there there is some you know lore on our side yes. behind it. But but we don't really you know dive too much into it. Um, you know, the story itself, uh, the album. It's not really a concept album. Each of the songs were created individually, but. Um, as we sort of finish songs and put them together, we we order them in a way that a narrative could be kind of um, pulled out of them. Yeah. So we do have that thought on our side of sort of the samurai on the cover, uh, you know, going through some trials and eventually defeating Valak at the end. Um, but it's it's definitely not you know a concept album or hitting yourself over the head where every lyric is, is trying to tell the story. Well, I hope to God that you put that album cover on t-shirts and things because that's great merchandise right there, dude. Definitely. Definitely. We do have a shirt actually with the album cover, um, available on our website. So that's, uh, Ronin hyphen band.com. Or if you Google, you know, Ronin band will, will pop up, but yeah, we do have, uh, the album cover for sale uh, on a shirt on our site. When you guys were putting together Satan's Portal, I mean, this song right here, the guitar riffs are just, they're, they're memorable. And that's that's the thing about it is that we don't have those songs right now, except when you get this album. I mean, the direction of the of the whole entire song is so original. I You know, I, I like that. And, and one of the things I do purposely as a drummer is uh, I play just single bass pedal. Uh, and it's, it, you know, a conscious decision. It's not that I'm incapable of playing double bass, but I think in sort of the, the current landscape of rock where, um, you know, almost everybody's doing a breakdown, you're, you're, you're getting these, these, uh, you know, sort of double bass heavy beats where, right. um, you, you know, the rhythm guitar is just sort of driving. There's not much rhythm there, uh, if, if that makes sense. Uh, so, so we we made a conscious decision to sort of get get away from that and try to focus on riffs and the guitar mm -hmm. and let the instruments all sort of breathe. You know, you, we're, we're not trying to hit you with a wall of noise. You, you know, we're trying to write good songs that that are a joy to listen to. Well, dude, it, it was the drums and the guitar that brought a lot of people to to all the different guitar shops. I mean, I mean, heck, I, I couldn't be at Sam's if 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 I didn't know what the guitar was doing back there. Right. Of course. Of course. <laughs> What kind of bird do you have in the background? 
Oh, sorry. That's actually my dog. Oh, you're done. <laughs> no, no, no. My dog is in here with me too, dude. I mean, she is. She's my little bodyguard. She's she's my energy. Yeah, that's it's pretty much the same with with us. So I'm uh, trying to wrangle her here. Oh, that's okay. That's okay. That's what this is all about. So one of the things that I notice about your music and the way that it stands out, and I think the reason why I keep going back to listen to it is that I don't hear a new rock format. In other words, you're not you're not following a formula in this at all. You've got your own sound, so that when I do hear it on Spotify or I hear it on iHeart or a radio station, I'm gonna go, oh my god, oh my god, I know who exactly who that is. It- Exactly, and and that and that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to stand out without, you, you know, we're not we're not gimmicky. Uh, you know, we're not doing anything with uh, guitar effects or um, backing tracks, anything like that. You, you know, it, it it's all us on on, on the album. Um, but yeah, we we do try to have a distinct sound that sort of stands out from 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 the current. Uh, you, you know, some people have called it a, a little bit of a retro sound, yeah. but. Um, you, you know, we think that kind of 90s, early 2000s style of rock is, is coming back into play now. Yeah, and we want to call it our own. And that's the thing about it is that when someone discovers you guys, it's going to be like, well, this is my band. And, and that, I think that's what's missing from music today. Where's my band? Okay, you're my band. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, and, uh, you know, we, we, we love that. We, we, we take pride in uh, kind of each being able to play our instruments well. Um, you know, we're not a punk rock band by any means where... Uh, you know, we're, we're just happy to play a few chords, um, <laughs> you know, so we're, we're definitely uh, uh, striving, you know, and, and this album we, we already feel was a step up from the first and, uh, you know, hopefully we get to, to, to work on a third and uh, that would be an even bigger step up. Now, I've not caught you guys in concert yet, but, but my heart is telling me after listening to this album so many times, I want that title track hit to be the show opener. How far off am I? No, you're, you're not. You're not. So, so, um, you, you know, Valent the Defiler, it, it's one of the standout tracks on the album. Uh, I really enjoy it. And, and we have been playing it live. Um, right. We just played, uh, even though the album came out about a month ago, we just played our album release show this past weekend. Um, and we opened with Saturn's Portal just because that's the, the, the single off the album. Mm-hmm. But uh, the title track, Valent, <laughs> was, was, was definitely in the set. And um, we plan on playing that pretty much any anytime we play a show going forward. We have um, a couple of ca- dates up in Canada coming up uh, November 3rd and 4th. Um, we'll be up there. Uh, and, and we should be announcing more U.S. dates soon. So now when it, when it comes to Canadian music, I mean, I grew up in Montana where Canadian music was huge in our lifestyle because we would either pick up the songs from the Canadian radio stations or the Canadian artists would come down to Montana. What kind of influences do you get up there? You know, we, we don't take much influence from it. We just happen to, to be going up there because um, another band, Late Night Trouble, who, who's represented by our same label, Pavement, mm-hmm. um, they're, they're playing a couple shows. They are a Canadian band. Um, so, so they're playing a couple shows. They invited us along. So, so we're going up there to help them on that leg. Um, and, you know, we, we do have kind of a, um, a strong fan base here in the Northeast. So that, you know, kind of leaks into to Eastern Canada over here, right, uh, yeah. right above New York. Um, so, you, you know, I wouldn't say we currently have any Canadian influence, um, but we may now that we play a couple of shows with these guys and get to know them better, maybe something will rub off on us. And, uh, <laughs> you know, as far as Canadian bands, myself as a drummer, you know, of course, Rush uh, yeah, yeah. has been an influence for myself. That's, that sort of goes without saying for a drummer. Not that I 
necessarily try to emulate uh, Neil Peart's style. You, you, you know, it's kind of hard to do. Yeah. Um, but you, you kind of try to, to to put his flavor in there where you can. And uh, for myself personally, John Bonham is a, is a big influence. Which, oh my uh, God! Yes. I, I think you can hear that a little bit more in, in my play come across. Wow! I'll tell you what. One of the uh, one of the best uh, drums that I, I I listened to in Canadian music was was a group called April Wine, and the song was "Say Hello." Just the way that 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 drum opens the song and takes the listener all the way through it. I mean, that drum is just so present. Oh, I'm not even familiar with that song. I'm 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 pulling it up right now. I'm going to listen to it once we wrap up here. Uh, Say hello by April Wine. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, but you know, it's it was '80s rock, and and it was just they, and that's what I loved about the Canadian music back then was that it was just they they had their own image. It wasn't it wasn't Def Leppard. It wasn't still Heart hanging around with us. It was all about it was all about that Canadian music. Right, right, right. Yeah, you know, it, it's it's strange. I I feel now with Spotify and you know, sort of the internet, uh, where a band is from is becoming less of a factor. Yep. yep. Um, you know, because you're you're able to hear music from from all over the world, so it sort of travels globally um, pretty quickly. Where you're, you're you're not getting any more of those, you know, like Seattle, the grunge yeah, scene. Yeah. yeah. Uh, now that pops up online. You know, it doesn't pop up geographically anymore. The song "Wonder" has my attention in a really huge way because I'm here in the South, and and I've spent the past 38 years listening to the sounds of the South. Was it inspired by the South? Because I, I hear some Southern rock here. Absolutely. Yeah. So we, um, yeah. So so we play (laughs) simple man as a cover a lot during our live shows. Nice. Um, and sort of with playing that, you know, we like the feel of it and we messed around and, um, again, you know, you know, our, our lead singer and rhythm guitarist, uh, Chris Feldman, he was really the driving force. He, he wrote the song and laid down the foundation for wonder and we just sort of filled in the pieces. But for the most part, it was, it was really all there. Um, you know, for me as a drummer, that that was great to just uh, sort of sit back on that one a little bit and, uh, you, you know, let the guitar carry it, let the vocals carry it. Um, yeah, we, um, almost everybody we speak to, you know, they all have their favorite sort of rock song on, on the album, but almost universally everybody is enjoying Wonder. So what is it like for you to have the best seat in the house? Because as that drummer, you're up there. Yeah, I, I love it. You know, I've been playing drums since I was in the fourth grade. Um, I, I've never been, I'm a little shy by nature, so I, I've never been one to be in the front, uh, you know, jumping around. So I having that sort of little wall in, in front of me of the drums, uh, I, I guess it, it makes me a little more comfortable uh, up there. And uh, I, I just sort of get to sit down and, and go to work, um, <laughs> you know, focus on the drums, rock out, let my hair flow a little bit. Um, I, I, I really, really enjoy it and, uh, uh, you know, sort of let our, our guitarists, uh, jump around the stage. Our bassist in particular, if you ever see us live is, uh, a wild man on stage. He's always jumping all over the place. <laughs> That's what rock is supposed to be. It, it's supposed to be high kicks like a David Lee Roth, man. That we went, we're there for the show. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And that's, that's our basis to a T he's jumping all over. He's kicking around. Uh, sometimes he's falling over. Uh, but you, you know, as, as long as we're, we're still playing solid, it's all good. How did you get so much personality into the song monster? Because that, this song is one that really stands out really well as, at, with that, with that personality. I mean, it's, it's, it's got its own little presence. 
So I, I would say I credit that a lot to um, the singer on that. So so the, the the singer on Monster is actually our lead guitarist, takes mm. the vocals on that. Mm. And I think he really, really sort of brought the character into the vocals, um, you, you know, brought that personality of, of speaking from the point of view of the monster. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that comes across great in, the, in his tone and delivery. And uh, I agree. I, I would say that's really how we achieved that with um, with Jack Morrow taking the reins there on, on vocals. He he really knocked it out of the park and uh, he, he brought brought character to the album, like you said. Where um, you, you know I mentioned it, it's a little bit of a concept album, but um, you know you know that song is maybe from the perspective of Valak. Um, so having Jack as as his own vocal separate from Chris, who sings on all the other songs, um, really helps that stand out. See, what I love about this is the fact that with with the con- in, in the, even though you're calling it a concept album, the storylines in each one of these songs reminds me so much of a Sticks. It also reminds me of Alice Cooper because there's because there, as as a listener, I envision what it must look like up on that stage, and then and then because you know I, I still listen to it through speakers and not earbuds. So I mean, that's what I get from this is it, it's that you're drawing pictures in my head, and but I don't want you to get out of my head. I appreciate that. I, I love that. Uh, drawing pictures in your head, but don't get out of your head. That's great. Uh, I, I really credit the the lyrics of, of our, our front man for that. Um, you know, it, I don't like to, you know, let people peek behind the curtain, right? Because once you explain <laughs> sort of what, yep. what a song means, that's all they think about. You, you know, so I really like every person to to take away their own interpretation. And I think the lyrics of our, our front man really help that where, most of the songs really do have uh, down-to-earth explanations behind them and, and the meanings of the lyrics. Um, but I, I like that he sort of turns everything into a grander scale, um, uh, re- really stylized, mythical in many ways w- with how he writes things. Um, so I, I really credit Chris with that again, um, sort of sort of his, his mastery of the lyrics there and uh, taking his idea for the song, but but being able to sort of uh, shade it with a few layers that everybody can walk away from the song with uh, their own meaning. And uh, I think it helps a lot of people grab onto us as a band because uh, you are able to find your own meaning in each song and uh, really enjoy it for, for yourself. What makes a great concert is the fact that when you're looking around at everybody, you've got your headbangers that are pretending they're playing the drums and you've got your air guitarist. This song, Beyond the Pale, I totally see every bit of that in, in somebody doing the drums and playing that guitar. Absolutely. And that's, uh, I said that while we were recording it, you, you know, even once we started recording it, you can hear it. It's meant to be played in an arena. Yep. Uh, we're not quite there yet as a band, but uh, if we do do get there one day, we, we know that that song is going to be a banger. Um, it, it's even better live than, than uh, on the album. So, so yeah, that's, uh, that's one that I, I really enjoy. Um, you know, some, some quick drum breakdowns at, at the end of the choruses. Um, but a really, really great guitar riff driving that song. Well, the whole album sounds like you guys had a great time together. That you know, I know that when the, when you have band members getting together, you have a little bit of conflict and friction, but ah, that's part of the story. Yeah, you know, and, and we don't have too much of that. Of course, really? there's disagreements, but it's never to the point where you know anybody's threatening to leave the band or <laughs> or anything like that. You, you know, it's creative differences, which there's four of us, so it goes to a vote. Um, and more often than not, you know, it's three to one or, or something like that, where, uh, you know, we really don't have too many arguments where we're split and, and we just can't come to a decision. Um, 
for the most part, you know, if it's a decision on, say, a drum part, mm -hmm. uh, and the vote comes to 2-2, two, two, and I'm voting one way, you, you know, you give the drummer's vote an extra little bit of weight. So we, <laughs> we, we give each of the instruments, um, you know, sort of final say in, in, in what goes on with, uh, with their part. Um, and, and that keeps friction down as much as possible. And besides that, we, we are pretty laid back. If um, you check out our Instagram, we have videos on there. You know, we do little skits and, and things just, uh, we, we don't take ourselves too seriously. We, we, we like to um, have our fans enjoy themselves, give them a laugh and, uh, uh, you, you know, just rock out. Again, it's, uh, we, we take the music seriously, but once we're at the show, um, you know, we're not telling people to quiet down, pay right. attention to us, anything like that. Um, at our album release show this this past weekend during Donnie Brass, which is um, a song from our first album, but it, it was actually written for um, our lead singer's cousin. Uh, so while we're playing it, you know, he jumped on stage. He was jumping around, standing in front of the drum, singing the lyrics into the into the mic. And we we uh, you, you know appreciate that. We're, we're not the band that's going to kick that guy off the stage <laughs> and say you're broken. No. <laughs> so who drives the van who gets that vote every week and is it is it kind of like a oh god it's my turn again no you know i would say it's pretty much i i put my drum set into my own car it, you, you know go. it pretty much it just it it once i have it in there there's nothing else you can fit in there <laughs> and then for the the, the singer has a a, a a truck and he's he's pretty easy going too so he doesn't mind having the rest of the band sort of fit everything in there and uh driving along so uh you know i would say chris does most of the driving like when we're going to canada yeah uh coming up that that'll be chris driving <laughs> what so what's your website where can we go to get more information and where can we buy that merch again yeah so it, it's ronin-band.com so unfortunately we had that hyphen in there it makes it a little more difficult yeah. but if you go uh you google ronin band ronin long island anything like that we'll, we'll pop up and on our website, we have a merch tab, and right there we have shirts available, including the the, the cover art available on a shirt. Um, some of our older shirts, we have a, a Ronin World Order, which is like an old NWO wow. shirt wow. from uh, wrestling. Um, so, so we have uh, some, some designs on there. Uh, and also on Amazon, if you go to Amazon, the CD is available for sale um, as a CD, so you, so you can get it um, uh, if you prefer that, you know, versus Spotify or something like that. We do have that available, and that comes with some uh, a pullout, which includes more art besides um, just the cover. Yeah, I've got to do the CD, and the reason being is because on Spotify, I swear that I'm not getting the full mix on that. There's always something that sounds like it's missing. I, I kind of tend to feel similar. I'm not much of an audiophile where I can definitely say that, you know you know why or, or or what, but you know I, I know just from. Listening to the CD in my car versus listening to Spotify in my car, I definitely prefer the CD. Yeah, because when it comes to the, the group's harmonies and stuff like that, sometimes I hear the background vocals over the actual lead vocalist, and I'm going, whoa, 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 where's where's my guy at here? We bring him back. Exactly, exactly. And, and we we tend to have backing vocals on a lot of uh, a lot of our songs, so so that is important on uh, on our tracks to make sure the lead singer is standing out. Absolutely, dude. You got to come back to this show anytime in the future. The door is always going to be open for you. Perfect. I, I really appreciate it. Thank you for the time. Well, you be brilliant today, okay? Perfect. I will.